But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. 1 Peter 3.15 NIV Translation Welcome to the Defender's Digest. Good morning, Defenders. Happy Monday. It is good to be back in your earbuds once again. Uh little light, quick life update i have successfully moved cross country we have the new office set up and we you're mostly unpacked we're getting pretty close it's been a very productive week and i'm just i'm really happy to be back in your earbuds and be talking today uh, we like to at the defenders academy start all of our days all of our weeks i mean with a devotional and a motivational that helps us look up towards god as we look forward towards our week and that's what we're going to do here today um i want to talk to you about two things today um one is i, I want to share with you guys and just vocalize be vulnerable and share with you why the defenders academy exists and after that we're going to have a conversation about let's say metaphorical truths. Let's have that as the opener. So with that being said, uh, let's let's start off with just sharing my heart on why the Defenders Academy exists. Here's the here's the truth of the matter, guys. Uh, polls show that somewhere between 70 and 75% of Christians who go to college walk away from the faith during their time in college. Um, and I, I, have a, I have an earnest belief that a huge part of that is because we go through life uh, as if you were raised in the church, for example, I wasn't, but if you were raised in the church, then you're, you're going through life as you're getting older with, um, you, maybe you go to church every Sunday, maybe you are more involved than you do Awana and you do Saturday school and you do church, uh, summer camps, but at the very least you, you go to church, uh, every Sunday and you spend your entire life from the age of like two three whenever your earliest memories are all the way through 18 going to church and hearing people talk about why what it is that you believe but you've had absolutely no exposure as to why you should believe it and you've had questions met either with non-answers or with unsatisfactory answers and you've taken it as this idea that uh, faith is actually blind faith and that we shouldn't have any evidence or reason or rationality behind it. We should just believe it for the sake of believing it. And then you take that misunderstanding, that misconception to college with you. And college is its environment that is designed to challenge beliefs. That's fundamentally what college does. And you find that you don't have good answers for the questions that are being raised by your professors and by your peers. And maybe one or two questions like that are not that big of a deal but we're, we're talking about four years of questions and because you don't have an answer and you spent your entire life in the church you make the very very reasonable assumption that there is no good answer and i, I think that's a huge reason that so many uh, young people walk away from the faith during their college years it's because as a church capital c church we have utterly failed to point out that there is good reason to believe in Christianity. There, the reality is that for most of Christian history, Christianity was this, like the peak of intellectualism. It was where knowledge and learning and expansion was done. There was dogma that undermined it at times, sure, but nonetheless, the cutting edge of thought was always the Christian's domain. Up until about 200 years ago, 
when all of a sudden there was this paper published called, titled The Origin of Species by a guy named uh, Charles Darwin. And suddenly the church made a massive retreat that was completely ungrounded and unnecessary. And we, we, as the capital C church, we retreated from the intellectual rigor that we were so good at for so long into this dogmatic blind faith that we get today. And it goes so far as to where pastors at churches will say that faith and reason are unreconcilable. That, that's just simply false and fallacious. That's wrong. The reality is that faith and reason are two sides of the same coin. You can use reason to defend your faith. You can use reason to build the foundation of your faith. And, and we have... I'm here to tell you that there is really good evidence and good reason to be a Christian. We have, we have truth on our side, and we have all scientific study and all scientific research and all scientific advancement over the last hundred years supporting our conclusion and rejecting the conclusion of atheism. Christianity is winning the intellectual debate, and the sad reality is that, that just isn't something that the average Christian knows about because it's stuffed away in academia. Uh, so, my my reason for the Defenders Academy existing is so that we can help prepare young people with a defense for their faith. We can show them that there's good evidence for what we believe, and that in doing that, we can help them have a stronger foundation, and we can have them sh help them be better prepared to share the gospel with others and to overcome the objections that others have. And if you're a young person then that is directly what the Defenders Academy does for you. And if you're not at that stage in life anymore, then my hope for you would be that you would be willing to walk alongside a young person and mentor them. And in that way, the Defenders Academy is a tool for you as well. That is that is our primary heart. It's kingdom building and it's kingdom nurturing. And it's helping people re recognize that we have good reasons to believe the things that we believe and using those good reasons in productive ways for the kingdom that, that that's why we're here the the second thing that i wanted to talk to you guys about today was uh, this is concept that's known as metaphorical truths uh, which i think is kind of an interesting wordplay you can tell that it was uh probably coined by an optimist because when i when i think about it it seems more to me like they're useful lies um, but but here's here's what it is there's there's things in life that are beneficial to believe even if false for example it is beneficial to believe that the gun is loaded at all times even if it isn't uh, the it's beneficial to believe that you are the best at whatever sport it is that you do in the competition even if it's not necessarily true it's beneficial to believe it um, these kind of metaphorical truths are, have been fascinating me recently, and I just kind of want to dialogue with you guys about them for just a couple minutes. I, I suspect that down the road, um, I'll probably have a much deeper study on this that I'll make available to you guys on uh, the value of metaphorical truths and um, how we can use them and kind of hijack our own psychology to make ourselves better. Um, because the, the truth is there's kind of this two-way table when you look at any statements on any topic there's you can think that there are on, on one side you have like truths and falsehoods and then on another side you have like beneficial and non-beneficial right and so there's beneficial truths for example it's a beneficial truth 
to know Jesus Christ is the Lord and that he cares about you and that he loves you and that he's here for you. Those are beneficial truths. They're also non-beneficial truths. These are maybe irrelevant to the current topic um, or maybe just obvious and non inconsequential. You could think that uh, if we're having a conversation about theology and philosophy, it might be a non-beneficial truth that there is mayonnaise in my fridge right now right like that that could be just something that's not related to the topic i I think this is a bigger uh field than i just expressed but i'm not quite sure how deep it goes yet these are cursory ideas i'm sharing with you guys um because the ones i'm more interested in at least for the moment are the falsehoods because there are obvious non-beneficial falsehoods right lying is wrong right um but the interesting one is the beneficial falsehoods right the category and i don't suspect there's very many of these but i think there are some and i think they're profound it's the category of things that we know are false but it's beneficial for us to think are true things like guns are always loaded and i really just wanted to hash this out and have this conversation and i want i want you guys thinking about it and i would love it if you actually respond to me if you could provide more examples it would help in my study because i am going to be there there's something here i don't know what it is yet but i'm going to dig into this in the future so if you have more examples of beneficial falsehoods metaphorical truths they call them um please send them in write them in because i i'm I'm chewing on this right now and and i will have more to say on this in the future in a longer segment um but i just wanted to introduce you guys to that get you thinking about what we're doing moving forward and why we exist in the first place if you have any questions or comments reach out to us if you uh, have leave an audio message and would like me to i'll be happy to play it on air Um, that's all i have for you guys this week i love you all god bless